0: let's just go ahead and pray. Amen. Just, Amen. Father, we bless your name. We honor you and we give you praise. We thank you because you are God. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank we thank you, Father, because you are God. And there is none beside you. In the heaven above the earth beneath Lord God, we call upon you on this morning. And we ask for mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us, our redemption of God. We will not dare at one moment try to do this on our own. Because only with you is this possible. And only concerning you, God, are we here gathering together, want to know more about you. We pray, God, that your anointing would rest upon us as we're in this place on tonight and that we will not leave this class the way that we came. We pray that the anointing would destroy the yoke and every yoke of bondage in the mind in the body would be removed and will not be able to hinder the word of God that is going to be spoken. Lord God, we need you. Therefore, we humble ourselves before your mighty hand Hallelujah! For you. you said that one man plants, one man waters, but only you can give the increase. God, we desire increase in the knowledge of you on today. We pray, God, that you will fill us with the knowledge of your will with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That we may walk worthy of you unto all pleasing and be fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. This is not possible without you. Fill us up, once again, in Jesus' name. Somebody put your hands together. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, We're going to be talking about overcoming self today. You know, uh, if anybody knows anything about me, you know, this is one of the primary messages that the Holy Spirit is constantly dealing with me with. Amen. Overcoming myself. Uh, I've been on this journey now for about 27 years. I had no idea why I was going through it that it would be the actual message, okay, that God would drop in my spirit at a later date. I had no idea because at the time I didn't see how it was coming together. You know, when you're going through it. You don't understand the significance of it at that point. You're just trying to obey God. You're just trying to live holy. You're just trying to do things right. Okay. Amen. So all of those 27 years I went through so many different changes. I've experienced so much deliverance and I've had so much opportunity, you know, to really just fellowship and be with the Lord. And one day, you know, it's just a revelation. God gave me revelation. Basically, everything you've been going through is the message. It is the call. It is what I'm calling you to. Amen. Hallelujah. And sometimes the reason why we have to say that, because sometimes, you know, we forget that everything we go through is significant to God. You might just be seeing it, you you know, dealing with it day by day. But it's building something. You know, God doesn't just want you to preach a message, He wants you to be the message. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What better way of preaching the message and living it? Amen. From experience. So I don't stand before you guessing what we're going to talk about. Amen. I've actually experienced these things and I've. And being a fellow sojourner with you in the earth realm, a sojourner basically we're journeying through, the Bible says the earth is not our home, we're pilgrims, we're just passing through it. But as a fellow sojourner, amen, not as one who has made it, not as one who is perfect, as one who is literally pursuing God on a daily basis, amen, in the in believing and apprehending eternal life, amen. So I'm not standing before you as one who has made it, but this is here that the Lord is putting my spirit, amen. This is what I practice, is what I live, and it's what I've also had the opportunity to see victory and over and over and over again. Amen. Hallelujah. So with that being said, we want to talk about overcoming self. And it's, I believe it's, transparency is very important because this journey is not easy. It's not easy. I talk to lots of people. I counsel people on a daily basis. And most people complain about the things that they suffer they're going through. Often, and these are, you know, it's people, you know, love the Lord. People want change. If you ask people, if you want change, I have not met one person who hadn't said they wanted their life to change. I mean, from small to great, you know. Some people, even people with money, they're still looking for some level of change in their life. All right. How many of you know that change does not happen until you overcome something about yourself? Okay. If you don't change, you're going to continue to get the same thing over and over and over again. All right. But as believers, because we're here at the Embracing the Fire conference, you know, Embracing the Fire is simply you embracing God's chastisement. You embracing. You know, the, the plans, the purpose, you know, the things that He has already for our day already been laid out. You don't have to figure it out or anything. It's already right here in the Word of God, what His expectations is for you and I. Amen. So we're just saying, when we talk about embracing the fire, what we're basically saying is, I'm going to accept every word yes. of God. Hallelujah. Not man's opinion. Not your idea of what salvation is, healing is, or living righteous and holy is. You are literally agreeing to forget about what you bring to the table and just embrace everything God is. Alright? And there's some things that we don't have to know, but the parts that we need to know, he literally has placed it in his word. We don't have to figure it out, we just have to read it. Amen? Follow you, so today I will not be telling you my opinion. I will only be sharing with you the word of God, because it is the only thing that can heal you. It is the only thing that can help you. I can make you laugh, I can tell jokes, I can do all of those things, and I think it's appropriate when we're talking. But when you talk about change, when you talk about leaving here, not the way, leaving here different, the only thing that's going to provide that is the word of God. Talent does not cause change. Talent is good for entertainment. A good jump, a good laugh, a high, so on and so forth. The actress You know, I can perform and have all types of things flying around and you feel, ooh, so happy at had a good time. But you will be leaving the building with nothing. The same. Amen. So the word of God is the only thing that will provide the platform for change. The Bible says that when God's word go out, it will not return void. You might say, "Well, you know, I've sat in many conferences and I've heard the word of God. I've heard people preach and I've heard this and I've heard that." Well, it is not in the preaching of the word that causes change. It's in the receiving of the word that causes change. Amen. It is not me preaching to you today that's going to help you change. Even though the Scripture says. You can't hear it without a preacher. Amen. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit and your openness to receive from what he has for you. Amen. It is you having a conversation before the preacher begins to talk. Holy Spirit, I'm just giving you something. Lord, open me up to receive. It is you posturing yourself. Posturing yourself. Before you even shake someone's hand. Lord, I'm here for you. Allow the people to pour into me. You see that communication? That's before the word even goes forth. You know how many people don't do that? Amen. They go right in. And they don't receive from God. Hey. Amen. I've never approached a man or woman of God without talking to God first. Never. I can be walking up to you. I'm talking to God. Father, so on and so forth. Because they got something I need, and I am I want to get it. Just in case. But they might have something I don't want either. I'm just straight. Come on now. People got stuff you need, but people also got stuff you don't want. Father God, I only want what you sent me here for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And by the time I'm smiling, they didn't know I had a conversation, but I did. <laughs> Amen. And I'm, I'm just letting God know, Lord, I'm only looking for you. Just in case, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. But we're going to talk about overcoming, and I just think you know those things I said is very important. It just postures you to receive, amen. So if you haven't had a chance to talk to God, I would suggest you, in your heart, amen. Because He know your thoughts, whatever the case may be. I would suggest you talk to Him, so that not one word that is spoken, amen. You want to benefit from every word. And every word has power. If I say the name of Jesus, there's power in that. Even every part of your body responds. Every part of God's creation responds to him. Every part. Amen. I go out and I talk to the trees. But I speak the word because they don't know my language. They only understand his. Okay. (laughs) When Jesus spoke to the winds, come on. they, They respected him. Come on now. Amen. It is so, I'm still in line with what we're going to talk about here. Amen. But you can't overcome yourself without understanding the position that the Word has. Amen. In this task. Overcoming self is not good enough with good intentions. Good intentions don't do anything. Don't do not one thing. You need to get in the Word and you need to eat it up. Like the mo- the thing that you've never done before. I mean, like you are. As the deer panted for the water, so does my soul thirst for thee. If you're not in the Word, you're not looking for change, period. It's just a figment of your imagination, and that's not good enough. All of you went to first grade oftentimes, first grade, second grade, third grade, all the way to twelfth grade. At this point, you know how to read. It is not, you got to understand how God thinks when it comes to his people. He puts some things in you. And the pursuit of him is already there. Oftentimes, we literally have given it over to something else. Okay? It's not that anything else is not worth it. It's not worth it if God is not priority. Amen. Amen. You went to school, you went to college, you pursued jobs. It would never be good enough to God. It will always be like the offering of Cain if you give God anything less than what you've pursued on your own and you put everything you got into it. It will be always like Cain's offering. It will never be really, genuinely accepted by God. We're gonna deal with the truth today. Because this is the reason why many of God's people are not, quote unquote, walking out their destinies. They're satisfied with saying hallelujah and God blessing them with a house and a car. I'm going to tell you something about a house and a car, okay? Even a wicked person can have that stuff. That is not important to God. God will give you a house and a car. That's called provision. That is not the blessing, that's not the blessing. That's, that stuff, that's provision. You need a house. God don't care about giving me your house. He don't, care, he don't even care about giving you a million dollars. God don't care about that stuff. He owns everything. Okay? But the blessing, many of God's people are walking around without it. Many of God's people are walking around without the blessing. Looking holy on the outside. Amen? But inside of them, the Bible says, full of what? Dead men bones. Empty. Dry. Full of entertainment and theatrics and, and education and knowing how to talk. <coughs> Even my baby girl, three, she's learning how to use words to her advantage. That just don't, that don't do anything for me. I need change. And the only thing that's going to do that is the word of god now you may ask yourself the question if the word of god is the only thing that will provide real change why are not people reading it why is it not the most thing why is it not the priority of your day why is it not more important than the food you eat People literally were plan out their breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and still be struggling to get in the word of God. Yes, yes. Make, literally struggling. I got to make time. I got to, I got to, but I won't change. I'm like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going, i I'm going to deal with the real you. Mm-hmm. When I deal with people, I listen to how you talk. And it is my goal at that point to be submitted to the Holy Spirit to break down those barriers in your mind that's keeping you locked up. So I talk to people differently based upon how they talk to me. You got barriers in your own mind that's keeping you from the thing that you're saying you want. But I want it so bad. I said, "Well, you do." You know. But you said, "Dude, I'm doing this. I'm doing this." I said, "No, well, you don't." I said, well, "You got a degree." Yes. Got a job? How long have you been on it? Five, five years. You got a husband? Yes. Children? Yes. You cook? Yes. I said, see, that's what you wanted. You wanted a degree. You wanted a husband. You wanted children. How do I know? Because you got it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's simple as that you got it you went what after it yes. come on do you want god? Oh, what i want god no you don't Ooh. you don't why because if you did you would have it oh, glory to god you would have him if you yes. wanted it. Yes. hallelujah so most people i meet they just god is a figment of their imagination They want what God can do. They just want God to do for them. But they will pay a price for everything else but God. They will pay a price and spend all their time getting an education. Is something wrong with education? Of course not. They will pay a price to get businesses and this and that and children and a house and cars and. Money equates to time spent. Every dollar, you might see dollars, but God sees time spent. Because you don't have money without spending time to get it. You spend time to get money. God is always looking at time. You're looking at money. See, God gave you the time because time can almost get anything focusing on the money. Time can get the house, the car, the baby. and time, you can get it all. You can get the money. Everything. But none of those things can give you time. None of those things can give you time. Only God can. We invest in things that cannot return. God can give you time. God can give you life. God can give you the house. God can give you everything you need. But we invested all things outside of whom? the seat of God and his word. I had to get that out of the way just in case you're feeling like it's difficult. When I get into this message, it's going to feel difficult. What I want you to identify, you thinking difficult, it's difficult, is literally your own unwillingness to participate. It really is. Because we have, to, we have to identify it. You have to know what's hindering you. And you got to know it ain't your teacher, it ain't your mama, it's just literally you. You got to know you, you got to be convinced, it has to be proven to you through the word of God that you, you are your own problem. You are in your own way. You, it's you. It's me. You got straight up issues. All right. You, you are your problem. You're the reason why you don't have that job. You're the reason why you're saying you don't have that money. You're the reason why you're late on your job. I oh, you don't know what the I. You, you. You're the reason why things are not going the way you want them to go. You might say, but the devil is yeah. He ain't the reason, though. He's a liar and a thief. And a liar and a thief do what a liar and a thief do. He's lying to you, but ultimately you are the one actually making the decision. That's all he can do is lie. He can't get in your hands and do all that. Not unless you lend the body to him. Amen? You heard what I said? You lend the body to him. I'm telling you, there's greatness in every last one of you. Pure greatness because you're breathing. God is there. God is in you. He's there. Greatness, pure greatness. You're able, I'm telling you, the Bible says we have this gift, this treasure that's hid in every earthen vessel. God is there. And the devil is fighting to the nails to get you to stay in the flesh so you will never come to know who you really are. I've been on this journey for 27 years. If you would have told me before I gave my heart to Jesus that this thing was going to be happening to me, I probably wouldn't have been able to see it. I probably, in good faith and hope, wish it was really true. But I couldn't see it because there was no one around me for once that was doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen? Mm -hmm. It would have been hard to see it. But the things that God is doing in my life today, and this, I'm not talking about this. I'm not bound in the spirit of my mind. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm not prepared to live. See, I'm prepared to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people are prepared to live. I'm preparing to meet my Savior. But the psalm says, I can only imagine. <laughs> I literally sit sometimes, what that day is going to be. When I look and I behold my Savior, what is he going to say to me? Ooh, I mean, I'm telling you right now. I, mean, I sit in my prayer father sometimes and silence like, all I want to do is please, I don't need none of this. I don't have to do this, God. I know you know it. I don't have to do none of this. I can shut it down today. I don't really care about all that. I just, I just want to do what you want me to do. I mean, and keep it real, you know, whenever you want me to come home, I'm ready. I'm just, I'm just I'm, I'm, not that I'm begging and to die.
1: <laughs>
0: but I don't care about it. When it's time to go, I'm not trying to stay here. All the people who are trying to stay here is people who don't know what this is. That's it, and that's true. That's because you're deceived. You just don't know how much deceived you really are. I'm going to give you just one glimpse, but I can't take you there because I don't think you're ready. (coughs) How are you in the earth wanting to get in the presence of God but don't want to go to the presence of God? Just a glimpse. You're begging for his presence right here, but you're scared to go there. It's a glimpse, see? Lord, I woman to just look how are you love and don't want to see him. That's because of the conflict that exists on the inside of you. There's a part of you that want him, but there's a part of you who want to stay here with your family. There's a part of you who just want to live lavishly in the earth and just want God to visit you from time to time. Amen? I'm just going to give you a glimpse. We ain't going to talk about that today. Amen. I just want to show you how your soul is in conflict. Amen. We're talking today about overcoming self. I'm not talking about overcoming your mama, not overcoming your daddy, not overcoming your sister, your rapist, overcoming your teacher or your boss. None of those people are significant. Because you suffer what you suffer because of you. You change you, you change how you suffer. It's just as simple as that. Amen? Hold on one second. Uh, this is Minister Tina. Can somebody get this? Bring this out. Okay. okay Bring it out to the sheets. You know. Amen. I need that back now. Okay. Amen? Amen? Yeah. I mean, as soon as possible. We're talking about overcoming yourself. I'm just laying the foundation here. I need you to be in the right place. Amen? Listen. Galatians 5 says, is your flesh warring against your spirit and your spirit warring against your flesh? There's a part of you who longs for God and there's a part of you who longs for this world and everything this world has and you want it. But I'm going to tell you about the spirit of God. You will never experience the fullness of God without looking for him fully. You will only experience portions. Amen? Portions of him. And the times we live in, people are satisfied with portions. They're satisfied with portions. But that's because they haven't had a glimpse into who they really are. If you knew... How you can speak to the wind and it obey you, you will not want to stay on this side. If you knew how the trees were already waiting on your command, if you knew how the winds and the wings will obey you. How principalities and powers were backed up when you came in the room. Jesus. If you knew who you really were. If you knew what was really, what you really stood to gain if you got all the way in God. You don't have to go after money. You can command it to come to you. Come on. We settle for the crumbs. I'm not saying that the crumbs are bad. because you know, they're good in the season. But if you knew who you really were, and we're not going to even understand this, if you want to know who you are, just look at the person of Jesus. The Lord, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is who we are. This is who we are. But we settle for being what? Less. We settle for being less. The whole point of the embracing of our conference is to reach out to those people who want to go beyond the veil. I'm telling you, we're coming upon a time where someone is going to have to say yes. Most people are fooled into saying yes, which is why they never really go fully over. But the refiner's house is not going to—we're not going to sugarcoat it. You're going to fully know what's on your plate, what the price you're going to pay for it. So when you sign the paper, you know exactly what you're asking for. This is not, amen. uh, 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 this this ticket here. Is not a living ticket. It's literally a signing up of dying to yourself. The Bible says they love not their lives. Who? The believers to the death. I'm talking about the real believers. I'm talking about the real ones. They love. They love not their lives to the death. Amen. They love Jesus. Amen? We're talking about overcoming cell phone today. It is a requirement for every born-again believer. I am telling you, please listen to me. Hear me by the Spirit of God. Amen. You know, I know it's just a few people here right now. But I'm telling you, there's a remnant, a small remnant, that God is raising up all across the world that is being positioned right now to stand against the kingdom of darkness I don't mind telling you right now the condition you are in right now you can't do it you can't do that they'll laugh at you amen they will not take you serious not at all and God will require you to he won't let them kill you but at the same time you won't have the kind of authority, amen, that was supposed to be in your life. You won't. Amen? You can't be, you know, and oftentimes the unfortunate thing is we're still talking about overcoming self. You don't really know how many demons you listen to on a daily basis. Telling you how to dress. The seriousness comes from, there's a demon that literally talks to you so you can show your body parts. The seriousness, you don't know. It's so subtle because you grow up with it. You don't even know it's your friend. You don't even know it. Oh, yes, friends, baby. You wouldn't have them around if you wasn't. You wouldn't listen to them if you wasn't. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Demons, you know what I'm saying? They constantly talk about people in your head. Gossiping and talking about people. They're your friends. Trust me. Mm-hmm. you see how they're at to me. You think God is telling you that stuff? God is not going to tell you anything to hurt you or to harm you or to put you, put you against one another. Even if they was talking about you, God would never tell you. Because He protected you. Why do we need to tell you about something He protected me from? He, he can protect you. He, he just deal with the situation. He just keep them at bay. He know how to do. why do we gotta tell you? If it was snakes out of the room, God will just give you a path. He don't gotta talk to you about the snakes. You understand? That's the purpose of angels. He said he gives you what? Angels charge over you to keep you what? In all of your ways. What? Least you dash your foot against the stone. If he protect you from the stones, he got to be protecting you from the snake show. <laughs> that's just in the word. You see, that's how I know. It's in the word. Right? So, I can come in a room full of vultures and don't feel one threat. I don't have to think about their eyes rolling. I can stay focused on what God sent me to do because I know He's protected. I know it. No matter how much the enemy jumped by the growl, his growl has to stay so far away because they they don't play with God. Their Their whole reason is to hope, their whole purpose. Or They're hoping to, that there's some immature area in you that when they growl, you say something. I hope they're immature. I hope, they, I hope they, can I get their attention on me? You see what I'm saying? I wonder if I can scare them right fast. They ain't getting past the angels. Amen. amen. But if you're scareable, they going to scare you. But God says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. That's the purpose for training in what? Righteousness. We're talking about overcoming self. God's word is important. And training in righteousness is important. It is the number one goal for believers. People say the name of Jesus and don't even know how to use it. Amen? And so we're going to get into this. And the purpose of you overcoming yourself. Because how many, you know, I know that we're all suffering and going through different things. Excuse me. Even myself. I'm going through things. But I have to admit to you, I've been going through things ever since I can remember. Ever since I was a kid, I was rejected and despised as a kid. Rejected and despised. I didn't understand it. Why my mom didn't want me why my dad didn't want me. And I, I think they may have wanted me, you know what I'm saying? But they didn't know how to, you know what I'm saying, be consistent in that. My grandmothers, both of them, didn't want me. My dad, my mom and dad was married when they had me. It's amazing, the story's amazing. When I look back on it, I just see God's plan to get me here. Because that's exactly what it was. God must have just had a plan to get me here. The minute I was born, you know, I was born, my mother and father, my mom was 15, my dad was 17. my mother went against her mother to marry my dad. They got married, they had me, and they split. And grandmothers, neither one of them wanted me. And my parents were too young to actually understand what they were doing. So I was in the wind after about two years old. I never had the opportunity to experience real love from people. You might say, what? Yes. I've never had that opportunity. I've never experienced that in my life until I had children. Okay? I never experienced someone wanting to actually do something for me. They did things, but it was grudging. Me. And I always felt that and I always knew it because I wasn't theirs. I always grew up that way. When I wanted a pair of pants or something, don't ask for that, because you don't you know. And this is the reason by the time I was 12 years old, God just dropped in my lap the ability to be able to do hair, and I've been taking care of myself ever since. And when I started taking care of myself, those very people who didn't want to do anything to me, I ended up taking care of. Because God literally put me in a position to make at least $1,000 a week at 13, 14 years old. And I was paying people's white bills and doing different things. I was giving away money, just giving it away, because I had it. Okay, I didn't understand the significance of it, but I always had it. I always knew how to make money, period. God just blessed me, didn't know how to do that. See, I'm not the person who will sit around. I'm gonna learn how to sew or something. You know, I'm gonna do something, amen? And I just believe that's the gift of God. I don't think I'm just good like that. I just believe God knew my circumstances and his grace was sufficient for me. What I needed, you know, since I didn't have anybody to take care of me, his grace was sufficient. So I tapped into what was already provisioned for me. Amen? Hallelujah. So I grew up, I'm telling you, this is no exaggeration. I'm not feeling sorry for myself either. I just have to tell you the truth because we're talking about overcoming self. I have to understand I have to let you know that I've been through hell in back. Not literally. I don't really want to go to hell. But you know what hell looks like here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Lord mercy I don't want to go to But I've been raped, I've been abused. Not once. I don't try to commit suicide three times. God so just didn't let it happen. Amen. I've been abused. When I got married, my mother-in-law hated me, he turned the whole family against me, fought with my husband constantly, trying to get him to leave me. Churches I went through preached on constantly, rejected everywhere. All I was thinking about was death constantly. I hated this world. I didn't understand how you can be born hated by your parents, hated by the people who are supposed to protect you and keep you. I didn't understand that you get friends that betray you, You're sleeping with your boyfriends you and girlfriends talking around your back. I just, this cycle of constant betrayal, no one was for me. And this is no exaggeration. There was a few people along the way who felt sorry for me. You know, like they hated to see me go through it. But, you know, they couldn't you know do anything about it, right? I had those people along the way. But love, someone who could just look at my situation and say, hey, I'll do this for you, I'll help you do that, never. And when some, somebody was actually doing something, it was always something, what, tied to it. So it was never really genuine, you know? Like if you do like this and you do like this, then you'll get this. See, I'm a mother, and I don't have those stipulations on my children, so that's how I can tell you, you know, I love them. Whether they treat me right now, even if they don't do right, I'm still providing for them. I'm still making, preparing for their future. I've never experienced that until I met God. Until I met God. Amen? That's why I love Him today. I can't, I can't live without God. God keeps me stable. Amen. Amen. Now, I believe it was the mercies of God. It was the mercies of God that saved me. And much as I didn't like everything I was going through, God knew that it was never going to change. So he gave me an opportunity to change so that when I go through it I can handle it differently that I can experience the victory rather than defeat did know what that was, 6 minutes? okay you might okay amen so I still suffer today I'm suffering right now but you don't know it Because I know how to now. (laughs) I know how to maintain humility now. I know how to maintain long suffering now. I know how to do those things and still go to sleep at night. I know how to suffer now. Jesus taught me. And the Holy Spirit empowers me. I don't complain about my circumstances. I embrace them. I let them kill in me what God is after anyway. Nothing ever comes into my life unless something God wants to kill in me. Never. You might say, but the devil is attacking you. Oh shoot. He's only exposing, helping God expose something in me that don't supposed to be there anyway. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's what he's just a tool. He's not even all that. Yeah, they're going to come against you. Bring it on. Do what you do. I'm about to find something else to about about. You see, my goal is to be like Jesus. And see, when the enemy comes and get me, gets me and I don't act like Jesus, oh, see, that, that's what right God was trying to show me right there. Oh, no, we're changing. See, I don't go after my enemy. I go after me. You know why? Because when this happens again, I'm not going to be crying. When this happens again, I'm not going to be evil and vindictive. See, when they come against me again, I'm going to pray for them. And I'm going to genuinely love them just like Jesus. Because, see, the goal, the standard, is to be Christ-like. Amen. And everything in the scripture from Genesis to Revelation, God is just trying to get his people to be Christ-like. You know why? Because nothing in this world is going to change. You're always going to go through. He wants you to survive it. He wants you to be delivered. He wants you to be redeemed from it. You're never going to get away from people who are stealing from you. You're never going to get away away from people who are trying to take it and, 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 and gossip and talk about you. You're never going to get away from that stuff, from people having wrong intentions and different things like that. You're never going to get away from that. You always, you know, from time to time, every refreshment is just going to come from the presence of the Lord, but there's always going to be people around and where people is, issues are. So you may as well be trained how to go through it. And that's what Jesus was to us. He showed us how. I mean, this is a fortune because we know he's Lord, but he showed you how to get through it. He showed you what to do when they came for you. He showed you what to do when they talk about you. He showed me what to do when the scribes and Pharisees are challenging. I'm going through some things now, just like the scribes and the Pharisees. How when Jesus was preaching, they came and they trying to figure out what to say. I'm going through that right now. Preachers dissecting them right now. He don't take all that, telling the people, you know, you're supposed to be doing all that. Jesus just loves you. You know, just you don't have to do all that. The devil is a lie. The devil's trying to keep you bound. You better do something. If you don't went to college, you better pick up your word and do what it said. You'll never be able to stand before God and say, you know what, Uh, uh, I I just didn't know. He's going to say, did you look for it? Did you look, though? That's the same thing people say, you know, people say, he ain't real. Did you look for him to see? You found out capitalism was real. You looked for it. You found out how to do that. How come anything you want to know, all you have to do is pursue it? Literally. You learn makeup, right? And you learn different things. You pursue it. You want to know the Lord? You pursue Him. Amen. When you went to school, they went every day, didn't they? From first grade, second grade, he's supposed to go every day, right? We take breaks on God, you know. Just take breaks. I don't feel like reading today. He understands. No, only you're gonna to have to destiny, not God. Amen. It's important, people of God, that we overcome ourselves. It's important. I want you to turn to Galatians 2 and 20. Y'all, we are a little bit off of schedule. Uh, Galatians 2 and 20. I'm going to get through this. Galatians 2 and 20. Hallelujah. Somebody tell God, thank you. Okay. it says for <clears throat> for I am crucified with Christ okay we understand Paul he says I'm crucified y'all know what to be crucified is he said I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet but not I but Christ liveth in me And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He's basically saying, I gave up my life and now do everything only for Jesus. Don't answer this question outwardly, just anyway. Is that what you do? Amen? Search yourself. Let the word search you. For real, amen. Let us search you. Is that your testimony? I am crucified with Christ. This means I died with Him. It's no longer about me, what I want, but about what God wants. Is that is that uh, is it still? I want God to I want God to bless my stuff. I, I want God to do what I want Him to do. Or am I truly crucified with Christ? You've got literal believers all over the world want God to bless them and they have not sought him concerning his will for their life. I'm going to tell you, God's will for your life is the, I'm telling you, is the safest place to be. I'm telling you, it is. Satan is luring God's people away with stuff but you don't understand the spiritual climate you don't understand the spiritual climate you don't understand the witches how the witches are carcassing I'm not going to get too deep the witches are carcassing, literally you hear me, they're carcassing they're praying, and now they're saying they're Christian witches Ah. witches within themselves are nothing but demons channel their activity through them to influence people. Amen? Amen? So people are bewitched. And then people are using manipulation. Christians use manipulation. God no, here. He the Bible revelation tells you. The Antichrist already getting ready. God tells you already. God is going to let him deceive what God is going to let the devil deceive what can be deceived. If you are deceivable, you're going to be right in there. Do you hear what I'm trying to tell you? This is not a game. the game. People lie to us too. No. We got to get in the word. We have to believe the word and you have to pursue it day in day out. You got to do just like the Bible says Amen. In, 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 in Psalms. Amen. Uh, meditate day and night that you may be like a tree. You don't just be like a tree planted by the river of the water just by happenstance. You be like a tree planted by the river of the water because you're reading it day and night. He said of water, that will bring forth your fruit in the season, that your leaves also should not wither, and everything you do is going to prosper. That is for the believers who is in the word day and night. That is not for the part-time Christians. That's not for them. And God is not going to reward your disobedience, or your laziness. He's just going to let you feel what you're choosing. And unfortunately, Many of us are doing that today, experiencing lack on so many different levels. Don't have access to things that already got approved. We don't have access to these things, and you know we're so used to it, we're comfortable in it. When you're supposed to be laying hands on the sick, you're supposed to be casting out devils. The Bible says the time you're supposed to be teaching, you still need to be taught. Come on now, people of God, we're behind, and that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable, people of God. Galatians 5 and 24. It's not acceptable. That's a great injustice to your kids. They're going to suffer because of your ignorance. That's a great injustice to the people who are waiting on the gift of God that is lying dormant on the inside of you. It's a great injustice. But you know what? We give ourselves to God because we don't see ourselves being that bad. You know, I'm just trying to make it. Do y'all know what God did to the man with the talent who went and buried it? I'm telling you, I don't understand the mercy, the kind of mercy people thinking. I don't know. God's mercy is mercy, but it ain't the kind you think it? In your hand, he expected you to use the full ten dollars. If he gave you two, then he'll, you know, he used the full two dollars. If he gave you one, use the one. You don't he don't give you ten dollars and then you go to metaphorically speaking, have the capacity to buy something for ten dollars and then you're acting like you don't have it. God knows what he left you with. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? God knows what he left you in your possession. If you're a prophet, you know that. If you're an apostle, God knows that. Amen. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. God knows, listen. God knows. Uh, let me know, that. Because we I can just continue. You know, this it hers, right? Yes. Yeah, I can just let me know. God knows what he left in your possession. God knows that he left you a million dollars or the capacity to get it. He knows who he made you. God knows who you are. You might not know, but God is not. Listen, he knows who you are. And your trials in your life is befitting the stage of glory God has already a part of you. If you say this too hard, it's just simple because you don't know who you are. Or you haven't risen to the occasion, or you haven't sought God, or you haven't sought him to to really be able to, you know what I'm saying, utilize that which he has given you. You think the devil just knocked on your doorstep? He can't do that. He's scared of God. He can't just come up on you, not unless you got something in your hand. He's going to try to make you not realize you have it. God don't play that. Jesus don't play that, y'all. God says he will not allow you to be overtaken more than you can bear the Bible is greatest great as he that is in you than he is in the world. God left you a, a slew of weapons weaponry and the devil knows it and he attacked you, he can only attack you based upon your ability to defend yourself in the spirit can you imagine walking around with all these weapons on your back and then getting beat up by the devil and won't use not one of them it's perhaps you may not even be aware that they're there but you're not aware they're there because you didn't read. You didn't read so you don't understand how to use it. You don't know what you have access to. So boom. You live a life of defeat. Not because God didn't prepare you, but simply because you didn't prepare yourself. Y'all with me? We got to make it plain. And we have to put the blame on who? Who the blame belong to? Oh, me. Me. We've been blaming everybody. I know I'm a little better part of my It was my mama. My daddy. It was the people who hurt me. You do say try that today. That ain't rapping today. You know why? Because I'm a different person today. So I can't go through that today because I don't learn something. So the enemy has to switch up his what? Strategies. Because I'm a different person. The Bible says the man is dragged away and enticed by his own evil desires. His weapons formed against you is based upon what is in you. You understand what I'm saying? It's what's in you. If you're constantly changing, he has to real what. Strategize. You cannot tip you with ice cream and you don't like ice cream. Why would he be bringing you ice cream? He ain't going to do that. He only, he watches you, he studies you according to the scripture, see what you like, what you don't like, and he brings to you what he believes that can literally lure you away. You like money, you like cars, you like fame, you like fortune, oh my goodness, you like business, he gonna bring it. And you like, oh my goodness, God loves me! That. I'm telling you. I don't gave up literally everything. It's just a few more things on the list. I would give this up if God let me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I would. I would walk away from it right now and wouldn't turn back. But I believe he had me here. That's why he to keep talking to me about it every night. Every morning. He's constantly talking to me. And I tell him at least once a week, i would walk away from it if you want me to. Amen? I don't, I don't really have to have this. I just want you. Okay? The Lord has called it. but We're talking about overcoming self. Galatians 5 and 24 says, And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. I'm telling this greatness in you. We're talking about overcoming self. Your job it's to crucify your flesh, it is God's job to bring his will to pass in your life. It is your job to manage your emotions and your mind, it is your job to deal with you. It's God's job to bring his will to pass. You cannot spit new wine in old wine skin. You have to change it so it can handle the capacity you who you are today, you can't handle God in who you are today. You might think it, but you can't. Your flesh is not prepared to handle the glory of God. Your spirit is the only thing that has the capacity to do that. Besides that, God don't want your flesh. It's a date. that's going to be thrown away anyway. It's not befitting for nothing, but just a few little time. And if you think of lying, why you gotta take a shower every day. It's decaying, it's dying. Right. Come on, come on, come on. Right. And if you don't maintain it, it'll die quicker. Go, go a week or two without a shower. Ain't nobody gonna convince you. You maintaining it. That's why don't nobody smell you. But the death process is already done started in you, trust me. It's a day where you ain't gonna be able to maintain it. It's just gonna, it's gonna go. Because God has not promised life in your flesh. He only promised life to your spirit. But tell me which one you feed the most. Talk to me. Come on, y'all. You feed the one that's decaying, dying. Yeah. You pamper it, pat it. We do everything for this bad boy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, I'm so sick of this thing. I'm telling you, if I could pull it off right now, God knows. Maybe I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, just I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm telling you right now. I'm like, look, come on. This, 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 the Bible talk, this body of them. who's gonna deliver me from this thing? I've been looking every day like, what? This thing is weighing me down. <laughs> Because I've seen myself in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I've seen myself in the spirit. And I've been in the spirit. And this body keeps me from being able to be fully who I am. Yeah. So, of course, I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. I've been surrounded by demons in the spirit. All I said was no. And they poof. Mm. So oh, Jesus. All I said was no. Mm. They just poof. like you know, all I said, they was attacking me. It was like hundreds of them. I got in the spirit and I was in a place where I wasn't supposed to be. In the spirit. They was coming in, closing in on me, but they were scared. They were linking hands. You know, but they were they were linking up. Like they were scared of me. See, I didn't realize then that they knew who I was. I didn't know who I was. It was hundreds of them. They were linking up in the spirit, and they were in a circle like, like big in this room. And they was they was, they, they wouldn't even rushing in, they were slowly. It's like they were trying to see if I knew who I was or what if I was gonna say anything. And when all I did was bow, I said no. And then boom, just like that, it was gone. And then literally I came back into my body. And I got to my body, I was like, no. I said, oh, you don't have to to say that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. I got a revelation that when you're in this body it's not what you think it is, it's only you captive. And we love it. You know, we do all these things in this thing, and this thing is literally keeping you from experiencing God's best with your life. Okay, and we're talking about overcoming self. Overcoming self is overcoming this thing you got on. This suit you're walking around with. Hmm? Living based upon its limitations and not God's. I tell you all the time, you know, my my book, your body's a room. you know, I'm aware that my book is out of time. It's not really going to be relevant to another 15 years. Because people are going to be really, see, when God really, it's going to be a massive awakening. And in that massive awakening, people are going to begin to realize this message that I'm telling you. They're going to begin to realize that Satan is closing in and they can't do nothing. And they're going to begin to realize the only thing that's hindering them is them. And when they do, they're going to have to understand your body's a tool. It was never meant to rule. You're not supposed to let your body rule you. You're supposed to rule your body. Amen? You're not supposed to cater to your body. You're supposed to beat it into subjection. Why you gotta beat it? Why you get to mortify it? Because it fights back, y'all. It fights you. It tortures you. It constantly lies to you all day long. It literally wants you to be captive of Satan because this is the only time it gets to live. It wants to run with the devil because it knows God has already sentenced it to what death. It's been already sinned. It ain't care nothing about God. Don't like God. Your flesh don't like God because God made it and he's destroyed. You understand? It knows it's going to die. So it spends every waking moment deceiving you. And lust and living and sex and sin and smoking and living. Your flesh wants to live. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I'm about to die, so I'm going to get all I can. Give it to me. Overeat. Oh, just give it. Just give it. Give it. God don't like me, so I'm just going to destroy the vessel. Yeah, y'all eyes getting open? Yes, ma'am. Yes. We're talking about overcoming guilt. I got to convince you to kill that thing.
1: Amen.
0: I got to convince you that it's an enemy. Amen. It is not an ally. <laughs> you got to believe that because you won't kill it if you don't. You'll be the first thing giving it a pat on the back. You is what's protecting you. Mm-hmm. How do I know? Because even in the garden in Genesis, God tells uh, Adam, Adam, where are you? He said, I myself. He hid. Going to get, he tried to protect himself from God. Then Jesus switches the table in the New Testament in Matthew 16, 24. <clears throat> he like, get this straight. If you're gonna come after me, you better deny yourself. You can't hide yourself like you from God in the garden. I ain't gonna tolerate that. You better expose it, you better come to the light. And let's destroy it on a daily basis. mortified every day. That's the only way you're going to walk with Jesus. It's no other way. It's no other way. Somebody say no other way. It's no other way. way. Amen. That's Matthew 16 and 24. Amen. Matthew 10 and 38. Can you do that right fast. I'm just, I'm being a little long because uh, I think somebody's, you know, a little late. Matthew 10 and 38. Hallelujah. Everyone okay? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Matthew 10, and 38. You know, it's hard to receive the real message until you really understand what you're after. You've got to know that your flesh has to be on your everyday hit list. Because if you don't make your flesh the goal in terms of mortifying it, people will become the objective. If you don't mortify the flesh, it's going to literally try to hurt people. The flesh is abusive. Right? It, It wants to abuse somebody. It wants to abuse you, and it wants to abuse somebody else. Okay? So you have to be in agreement with God. And you have to every day, all day, cast down imaginations. Don't let your brain, your brain is good, it houses information. But only when you need it, don't let it control you. Hallelujah. Your hands are good for stuff like driving. Not fumbling kids and doing things with it. <coughs> Your eyes are useful, helping you see where you're going. Not looking at things that don't glorify God with it. Amen? People of God, we have to be the real saints. We have to be the real saints. And the real saints, according to Matthew 10 and 38, says... And he that taketh not his cross, and followeth after me, is not worthy of me. Ain't that powerful? But straight to the point, it's in red, too, you know, Jesus was saying. He said, you're not even worthy of me if you're not taking up your cross. If you ain't dealing with yourself, you ain't worthy of me. If you can't control me, you can't come after me. This is the see this depiction of you know God loves us so much. I think people got that misunderstood. He do love, but I don't think people understand what love really is. Love is not you do what you want to do, you can get away with. it. Love requires discipline. Amen. It requires discipline. Thirty-nine says, and he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that lose his life for my sake shall find it. Can y'all understand now what's happening in this world? Okay. He that findeth his life, how many people are looking for their life? You know how many people looking for their life, I want to know I want to go, I'm to, go, I want to look for I want the best opportunity. I'm looking for, looking for, looking for, looking for. I don't look for opportunities no more. I don't even care about that. I don't look for nothing. I wake up every day, I find the knees in my flesh, and I walk and God says my steps are ordered. And there's just some there's just some intervals of blessings he has within my timeline, amen, that I run upon. I'll never have to worry about that. God already did that. The first thing he do is prepare me for the blessing he's about to give me so he doesn't drop it in my spirit as a desire. Okay. Okay, because the Bible says what? It is the Lord who works with you to will and to do of his good pleasure. So he's gonna tell you a little bit about what's about to happen. He's gonna put the desire there so you, know, so you can get ready. So, so when you come upon it, you know it's when. It ain't, oh you know what to me today. It's just, oh my God, it just it happened. No, it was already there before the very foundations of the world. God gave you provision. Not just me, you. It's already there. God ain't just blessing you, He's been blessed you. Okay, that's another message. But like I said, he that was, rec- Jesus said, for he said, he that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sitting. He's talking about what he will say. people of God. You have to deal with yourself. Don't let nobody, if you can clean the body people of God, you can beat it into subjection. I'm just don't know why I'm doing it. You let, me you let yourself do these things. The quickest way, I'm telling you, you know, to put your flesh on that corner fast. I mean, shoot, shoot. That, that thing, you're like, okay, I, I'm going to sit down for a second. <laughs> I promise you, you got to learn how to torture your flesh. I'm just using words to kind of just, you know, you got to learn how to discipline it. I guess I probably, you know, I'm a good parent, you know, discipline kid, you know, torture. So you have to discipline. You have to literally, you have to get the upper hand of your flesh. So you have to let it know you're the boss. And when you don't feed it, it's like, oh, is she playing? What's she doing? I need food. I'm going to die. Your flesh can't get You know what I'm saying? No flesh is inter- interested in what? Living. You crack your fast over your flesh starts to, I'm telling you, it starts to it starts to be like, okay, what, what you want, what you want, man? I promise you hold up some more. And sometimes you gotta do days. Yes. And, and then before it actually is convinced you ain't playing. You know what? I ain't playing that. And even then it'll just be humble for a season. It's going to try to come and catch you off guard again. Amen. And then get you to the point when you try to fast again, it'll turn up the heat so you won't, so you just have to go eat. It's fighting you, y'all. You got to know your real enemy. And it ain't the devil either. He's, he's, he's God's enemy. Okay? He's against, he, when you're a believer, he hates Jesus. And so when you become submitted to Jesus, the devil just hate you for you. He hates God, so you just automatically become a part of a war, a, a war that's going on. You understand what I'm saying? Just automatic. Just because you've named the name of Jesus, you become the target. Of, okay, no, you know, no, I don't like you for that. Now he hates you because you're God's creation, but he really becomes against you when you become a believer. You know, because you you're starting to wake up and know how to fight back. So his strategy changes with you. It changes with you when you become a believer. When you're not a believer, he knows you're a slave. He just slaps you around, you know, you know, so on and so forth. He just keeps you away from Jesus and people like Jesus. You know, he just keeps you in position. And then if he can't keep you from Jesus, he'll keep hate and all that kind of stuff in your heart. So that even if you did come to Jesus, you really wouldn't really be wanting Jesus. You know what I'm saying? All right? that's plain for you, right? <clears throat> but there's greatness in you. All right, every last one of you. But you, got one problem, and that's your flesh. You got one problem. You got one problem. We don't fight a natural battle; we fight a spiritual one. Your flesh keeps you earthbound. It keeps you earthbound. and if you know, and if you know, being earthbound, I just told you about the body. You're not who you are walking in the flesh. You're not who you're supposed to be in the flesh. You're not. You're not even a, you're a, you're not even a glimpse of who you really are in the flesh. You're weak in the flesh. Even when Jesus said, he said the spirit is what? It, but the flesh is weak. The only part of you weak is what? It's your flesh, but your spirit is like, you know, come on, we want it. The Bible says that the earth mones and grown. Even the trees outside your house waiting on you to talk to them. I'm telling you. I'm talking about the sun and the moon. Hey, wait, not now, hour we you're talking about little new spirituality stuff, okay. Right, right. Right.
1: None
0: of that. And just make it plain. Right. But they are waiting on your command. Everything responds to who? God. If this wasn't true, then when Jesus was in the boat and there was a storm, he said, peace! Be still. God gave us what? Dominion, minion which means you can rule over. It's too hot, ask God to turn the sun down. I do, and he do. I do. Too many spiders in my house, I have not come to say I God. I'm going to kill all those spiders. They're they living, and I know they're yours, God. But if they stay in my house, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out of respect for God. I have a conversation about with the spiders now. I respect everything that's moving because they can't move without God. Amen. I don't care if it's an ant. Amen. They were in my house. When I moved there, they didn't I said, Father, now, you need to talk to your ants. <laughs>
1: because
0: I'm going to kill them. It was literally, I put the little stuff there and they were infested. I mean, infested, with the new I do I mean, they were like unbelievable. I had a conversation with God about the ants. If we don't move them out, I said, if they stay outside, I won't kill them. I promise you that. But they gotta get out of here. And I saw one, you know, they literally went from an I'm telling them within a couple of weeks, they were gone and they haven't been back. Right? So when I see the ants outside and my little kids step, I said, I Don't step on the ants. I told them God I wouldn't care if they outside. <laughs>
1: I'm saying I had that conversation, so I'm,
0: you know, I, I'm just—I'm just telling you—I talked to the, Lord, you know, what I'm saying. If they stay outside, I won't kill them. Now I got to have a different conversation. They got to stay off my driveway. <laughs> I didn't think about that because I was just—I worked about the house. You know, as specific, you know, I'm saying. <laughs> Amen. What they and I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, Lord, so and so forth. I told God, okay, I heard there's snakes in, you know, Georgia. I don't want no stakes, but I'm, I'm going to kill them if they come with show the Lord. You know, keep them at bay. And by the grace of God, he did so, you know what I'm saying? Amen. And I, my, my deal is still when to say, if I see him, I'm going to kill him, all right? You know what I'm saying? Not not because we can't, since we can't have a conversation in English, you pose a to to me, you see know what I'm saying? Until we, can talk, we can't talk, we got to go. No bite and stuff like that. You might be scared of me. I might be scared of you. You know what I'm saying? So we both defensive. Okay? Okay, just move.
1: Okay?
0: <laughs> Amen? Glory to God. Now, I'm only saying that I normally don't talk to people like that, but it's, I do. I'm just telling you. you understand me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To birds, too. Talk to the bird. You know what? I remember really you, Lord, of God, they scare you. You know? Talk to the birds. You know, the bird came on my, one was uh, sick and, and came on my doorstep. You know. God, I mean, the point I'm trying to tell you people, God, God gave me dominion. Yes. He gave me dominion. If it's raining outside and I need to get out the car and it rains, I, I ask God to stop the rain. He stops the rain. It's as simple as that. Father, you know. In Jesus' name, I need the rain stop. And my kids don't come on. They keep on asking my son to tell me it was raining. I asked God to stop rain. I asked him Could he leave the sun out, of mind, He did it. Okay. I, I, this is no exaggeration. I'm not playing. I'm telling you. Hey Amen. I want. I want to go to the pool. It's a lot of us. Pool is too crowded. Lord, I want to go to the pool. God doesn't clear pools out for me. He brought the storm on real quick, told me, hold on. I'm telling you. All right? We don't even have no place to be pooled. Oh, to pool. Took the storm. He's like, hold on. He's like, why? I? I said, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, everybody get out the pool. Boom, son, come out. I'm going get in the pool. He's like, how oh, are you going to do? I said, you get out the pool for us. Amen. He didn't all do that. They know that he cleared out the park for us, didn't he, Janet? He cleared out the park for us. I'm talking about. Listen, I'm just trying to be a of a believer. He yeah. cleared the park. What kind of park, Jim? Six so Flags. He but cleared Six flags. flags out for us.
1: One.
0: Amen. Cleared it. How I many us, We just jumped. What? You know what we They were visiting for me for my birthday. Was it my birthday? What was it? It wasn't was my birthday. Oh. It was for your birthday. It wasn't so ours. Was. We came for a birthday. Yeah, you know, he was, he, that was for my birthday. I thought it was like, oh, guess okay, so never mind, Just For my birthday, we wanted to go to Six Flags. I had them in town, I asked God I want to go to Six Flags. The broadcast said, rain, but I want to go to Six Flags because you hold rain. So we get in the car, it starts to rain like crazy. The whole group said, keep going. I kept going, they were right behind me, and I knew they were tripping. <laughs> Right? I knew they was tripping. Most people say, keep going. We go to the park. We literally got to put the lights on because you're you, you driving slow. Most people say, go to the park. I know they were tripping behind me, but I know God said, go. I hear from God. I know we were going to the park. I asked God about the rain, and I know we are going to the rain. We go to the park. Okay. We, we made it to the park. It's still raining. But what we, we didn't take this consideration at that point, it was still too many people in the park. It rained. The Lord told me he was going to do that. I, I can sense that they were getting a little interesting in the next car. <laughs> were y'all are getting a little interesting in this? The <laughs> diamond divorce was cracking a little bit. Yeah, we, we okay. <laughs> I said, well, Lord, I, we'll just go somewhere because I know they, you know, so and so forth. Because they were going to have to pay for parking. They were going to have to pay to get in the park, so and so forth. And uh, we leave. As soon as I leave, the host we said, I said, go back to the park." This time it got harder. I'm like, oh, God. I'm not gonna even tell them. You know, they're not telling y'all the You just kept. Driving. You just kept driving. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept right. <laughs> so I know that we really did because I heard them saying something. You know, I'm just not gonna talk to nobody. We just gonna go back to the park. <laughs> we turn around, y'all, and it, yes. <laughs> and it started raining hard. What did like rain hard? It like what is the world? Yes, and tell them. We go back almost to the park, son just choo, and what my son said, remember uh, LT what he said in your car? What did he say? He said it like heaven.
1: did
0: he say something? Oh, oh, yes, oh, he did. What he said? He said, he said, look like life from heaven, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go to the park, everybody was ooh, leaving the park. What yeah. anybody drove. <laughs> I told y'all that just keep coming. We're going in. <laughs> we going in the park. I'm, you, I'm just trying to show you why you gotta overcome yourself,
1: yes.
0: right? They were still kind of shut down a little bit because they still had to pay to get in and then pay for parking. First thing we went to get ready to park, guess what? Uh, they don't have to pay for parking because everybody leaving. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we can go right up to almost the go, right? Mm-hmm. I asked the lady, "Oh, why are y'all leaving? Why well, they to shut down all the rides?" I said, "Y'all keep, we keep going." God said, go to the park. We get in the park, literally, sh- almost everybody Going out the park. Amen. All rides shut down. I go to the little booth. Mom said, oh, all rides are back, back up online. On, all rides come back. We can go to any park we want now. I mean, anything we get on. In one hour, we got on more rides than we could get on if we was in all those lines. I'm telling you, God will clear the park out for you. Yes. See, He let me in on what He was doing if I wasn't in a position in my spirit, I would have looked, looked at the wind of the wave rather than speaking to him. Y'all understand me? Yes. I would have ran with, just like everybody else. Okay. I would have ran just like everybody else. But guess what? The Holy Spirit told me. When you live a life and you mortify the deeds of your flesh, people of God, there are things God, I mean, God wants you to be the children of God. I'm telling you. Amen. He wants you to pray for people. When I pray for people, I get literally, literally almost every week people's, oh, my life is changing. Oh, my goodness, the word came to pass. Oh, my goodness, this is this is this, this. That's not for me. God has put a gift on the inside of me to serve my brothers and sisters. Amen. 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 You can't fully be who God created you to be. And I'm not fully, I won't be fully who God created me to be to 2050. <clears throat> and numbers one scared Because if you look at the time right now, we got about 30 more years. I'm like, oh Lord. I won't fully walk into that until 2050. I'll be in my 70s. see the glory of the Lord upon my life I will be able to literally walk in the promise I'm talking about of almost an almost finished product because you can't be really fully finished until you enter in until you take off that which is corrupt amen and exchange it for that which is incorruptible we're talking about overcoming self The goal, as I'm going to go ahead and get ready to get off today, is for you to believe and understand that there's something about your flesh that's not right. you got to be fully convinced, because it's going to take everything you got. Amen? You have to deal with you, and if God promises, if you deal with you, you the Bible says no discipline for the moment feels good, but in the end it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to them who are exercised by. It. Amen. Amen? If you overcome yourself, God is going to reward you. He is going to reward you. Not necessarily with stuff. Stuff will just come because it commands to come to you. Literally with a renewed, restored life. Restored back to the Father Amen? Amen. Some of y'all put your hands together. And get it Father God, in Jesus' name, we glorify your name, we magnify you, we give you praise. We thank you, Lord God, that even as we're here, we join here on um, for the embracing of our confidence. Father, we pray right now that your word will penetrate our hearts and your purpose, Father God, will penetrate our lives, O oh God. Let us not leave in the way that we came. We just decree and declare in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, you, Lord, for the anointing that shall destroy the yoke, O oh God. Have your way. Holy Spirit, breathe on us again. Restore us. Heal us. We thank you for miracles, signs and wonders, and a refreshment that shall come from your presence. In Jesus' name, one more time, put your hands together.